Hello, my name is Aziz. I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Shefali Sharma. Shefali is originally from New Delhi, India and currently living in Dubai. Shifali is very passionate about social media and fast-evolving tech innovations. That's why she entered the world of digital marketing back in 2013. Shifali has launched e-commerce and lead generation campaigns for real estate, education, healthcare, alcohol, entertainment, and many more lines of businesses when businesses were still novel to the idea of social media, thus giving the first mover advantage to her clients. Shefali is inspired by lifestyle and by fashion. Her hobbies include Pilates, conscious healthy living, and spiritually inclined practices such as yoga and meditation. From time to time, she indulges in her love for coffee. Shefali, how are you today? I'm very well, Aziz. Thank you for asking. I'm feeling honored, lucky, and happy to have you here and very curious to explore you as a person. So I'll begin with this nice first question. If your friends and the people who love you and know you most could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Um, wow, really uh, happy with the first question. If my friends were to describe me, I think they would call me as someone who is vivacious, um, keen to explore life, very reliable because I'm usually known to be a friend people fall back to. Very, of course, very passionate about social media. And actually, that's how you and me also got speaking, Aziz. So, yes. And yeah, very, uh, uh, time to time I indulge in my coffee. So, yeah, they would particularly mention that. And yes, they would also describe me as someone who's very passionate about style, fashion. I like reading on these segments. I particularly try to keep up with the healthy way of living as much as I can. But yeah, time to time I do indulge in my coffee. I know it's not the best way of uh, maintaining health balance. But yeah, I think a little indulgence here and there doesn't really hurt anyone. I agree 100%. And I'm very curious about your perspective because you're someone passionate and immersed about social media. There are many voices or women or even teenage girls who think social media is more toxic than beneficial, that they see too many fake photos or fake lifestyles, and that makes them feel 
uh, they're losing their confidence. It makes them feel ugly, whatever it is, unsuccessful. So to you, how and what is your approach to social media that makes it a positive thing in your life? And how to use social media consciously in a way that adds more to your confidence and success rather than crushes your self-esteem every day. You highlighted two very important points, Aziz, here when you describe a lot of people, women particularly, who are on social media. One is they do get uh, sometimes bogged down by this because there's a lot of cyberbullying happening. And second, you mentioned about the self-confidence because there's so much of uh, content out there. Some are very aesthetically made and some are very aspiring. And so it does uh, sometimes get to you and affect your confidence so one about i don't really think social media is a lot about toxicity because uh then uh i think these are very personal traits you could be physically in a setup or with a bunch of women where there is a lot of toxicity okay you could be hanging out with those kind of women as well so it's not very only about social media it's yes it is found there because there's a lot of people on social media so the options the quant the quantification becomes much higher in number but it's not something that is only only on social media right we've been all in certain situations in life where we were hanging out with toxic people we were intimidated by certain people so yeah that's something to also watch out on social media just like it's as much we watch out for it in our personal lives right and second about how it can sometimes get to you and affect your confidence see the thing is i could be traveling or i could be going to a mall where i see women much more better looking good looking dressed to a certain way carrying certain bags luxury you know if i am somebody personally to whom anything uh, affects then it will affect me on social media on a street at the mall at the movie theater so again i will still say that it's not something which is only there on social media it's a part of our environment it's how you absorb energies if i get intimidated with anything which i think is much better than me whether it's a monetary thing or a personal thing or a, a very a mental trait so it will affect to me in any space right whether it's a physical space or it's a digital space there are a lot of people who they're on who are on social media making videos and and contradicting social media right so it's it's how you use it and how you absorb the content which will define whether you're getting intimidated by it or whether there's a lot of toxicity by it because i think these energies are traveling everywhere not in just a digital space i love that perspective it's absolutely correct and i like that you have this healthy approach to social media and it makes me think even more we live in a time where social media can open doors to many women so that they can live anywhere all over the world they can start their own brand and all that let's say there are some women who have not had that experience but they desire to find their financial freedom and independence and travel the world maybe yet still make a living and help women and help others what do you think are some opportunities open to them how should they approach it What's the best way to learn how to use social media, not just to communicate with friends and say hello to the people you work with or study with, but actually to make a living? And is it different? Okay, very happy to 
dive further in this question Aziz because uh, this is something which is uh, which can be beneficial to a lot of us women including me so of course there's a personal aspect for social media for which it was always created but we evolved from there much before and we tried monetizing it in a very different ways uh, it completely depends on who's uh, what's your forte that there, there's some women say they were good in baking or they were good in sewing they set up their online shop okay their facebook instagram even youtube now gives you an option of setting up a shop putting a monetary value to it and let it function like an e-commerce right so that was possible i will here i will just uh, work on an assumption that we are leaving aside uh, the basic hygiene that yes we may, we have to create a piece of content take a picture and write copy so assuming that everyone's doing that i will just speak very uh, in uh, particularly about the specific opportunities so there has been on uh, there has been shops that have been launched which help women to run the business online like a store okay we call it the e-commerce function of social media some women uh, they you they made the products of themselves like you know uh, they were good in creating engaging visual content whether it was a still or in motion format they like uh, the term which we uh, most a lot of us are using nowadays influencers and now it has been evolved to creators or digital creators so they, these are women with exceptional talent of how to make visually compelling stories whether they write elaborate captions because their writing skills are great or whether their eye for detail in a particular space whether it's a hotel or they're at a travel escapade their eye for detail and capturing the lens via their narrative is so beautiful that they have been able to create compelling visuals by then and they are able to monetize it by some of them have become travel influencers with travel companies their travel companies who pay you to become a full time travel content creator with them where your job is to only travel i know that sounds like a dream job for everyone but then there's a certain eye of uh, creative input involved not everyone gets to do that but there were women but there are women who are very good with this kind of creativity and they are doing it so there's been this aspect of social media as well then uh, there's been a lot of affiliate marketing where these women who are very good with shopping online or or i would say who shop a lot with online with the amazon or zara or let's just say any e-commerce e- ebay so you work as an affiliate with them okay you have your own promotional code sam shafali i'm running i shop a lot i'm able to show people what are the new products there and give them my discount coupons and people who shop via them and you know of course the program company gets to know who that which influencer is able to t- influence the her fan base a lot that people are uh, shopping via her so uh this helps them track that which is what is the actual impact of an influencer so there are few women who are making money this way with brands so there are there's no fixed path in social media where people are falling it's it's i mean it's a vast ocean okay people like are, are are exploring everything there are there are product barters happening you know people women are working with brands directly brands and then products they they show the features or they will be wearing the product and demonstrating it visually or they will be speaking about it or they will be reviewing it as we call it the review marketing 
the culture review marketing has suddenly exploded okay a lot of companies send products for reviews because uh, the power of speech is still very strong the medium is still digital but we are still people who get a, who do get influenced by a very powerful narrative when spoken verbally and demonstrated so there's a lot of review marketing happening so yeah these are like these are very few of my fingertips avenues that i'm telling you that women have been able to very successfully on a big scale able to monetize so i i just see this at, in you know the trigger of social media as so much you know so much um, like a blessing that happened to them because there are few women who not they had a family to run or they had children to take care of they weren't uh, really available for a setup to to run a 9 to 5 job but they're still doing something you know they may be doing everyone's scale is different you know uh, we do get very comparative like someone has millions of followers and somebody has like in thousands but that's no not always a direct uh, you know that's that's not a direct graph of your uh, monetary avenues okay people with sometimes less number of followership also have like a very niche followership and brands do a them and do with them a lot of monetized uh, collaborations whereas sometimes people with a lot of huge followership you know uh, their influencing algorithm is not very strong so yeah similarly there are there are some profiles or uh, influencers whose followership may run into mil- millions but uh, their influencing algorithm may not be very strong so yes either ways but the point being here is uh, aziz there's been so much to do on social media and thankfully for us women that we've been able to you know make a living out of it i i see it nothing less than a blessing and a very intelligent uh, evolution i am me as a professional or as and as a person i don't get stuck upon where the toxicity can be found cuz i'll tell you aziz at the end of the day toxicity is found in 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 your workstation at a physical office on a street at the gym at any space you see so you first evolve as a person who deals with toxicity and and instead of you know just uh being hung up on where it is found and expl- and you know targeting one medium that this is a potentially a medium which where a lot of bullying or toxicity can happen i agree 100% and shefali i'm curious why out of all possible cities in the world did you choose dubai what opportunities did it offer you and did you need to adapt to life there was there a bit of a culture shock and adaptation and if so what would you say to any women maybe from india or any other place in the world who are thinking about relocating to dubai so that they keep in mind or things maybe they cannot expect until they live them there oh how did i end up choosing dubai okay so that's really a very simple answer to it i it was for personal reasons for me because my partner lives in dubai so i moved here uh but yeah culture shock i will tell you it was uh, there were two types of shocks because i was uh, working as a senior digital manager in new delhi india and you know it was a full time workspace that i was working and when i moved here it became remote i have been working very remotely so in terms of a shock it's been like a personally uh professional culture shock because when you're working full time and then you go into remote reasons and i think a lot of women would relate to it it happens to all of us for 
to a lot of us for various reasons so it does sometimes bog you down but then the good thing what i think is i've always been in this space so whether i was working a 9 to 5 job or now that i'm working in my capacity and trying to experiment things uh, it hasn't uh, really shaken my uh, professional interest and uh, avenues that i had been exploring before i had been creating social media and digital launch strategies for the brands that i was working i sometimes still consult the brands but it's remotely because that's what social media allows you to you don't really need to set sit in an office you and me connected on socially on remote we're still discussing today's interview remotely so yeah that's the beautiful thing about it and culturally i'll tell you aziz dubai um, it's like a cocktail okay there are so many flavors the people from different company uh, culturally it's a cocktail dubai is i would call, that's what i call it the people from all over the world and there are people and especially women doing all sorts of thing i in my and my uh, female network that i have here there are women who are practicing right from online counseling to hypnotherapy to their own line of uh, fusion oils to a yoga practitioner to somebody oh, like a lot of, like me who's working in advertising and marketing social media law and name it so it's uh, it's everything there's no one niche that is running in dubai because uh, it's essentially a place where everyone around the world has settled in okay it does not belong to any one uh, nationality anymore so that's the best thing and it's uh, it's it's a very open culture here you know there's uh, the the security from if i have to speak from women security point of view it's so safe i have never felt safer in a place before then i i would i i always tell some everyone i meet that dubai is really safe for women and there were a lot of stereotypes that i had heard about dubai before about how you're supposed to be little you know uh, conscious of how you dress but i did not face any such um, issues here you speak the way you are you live the way you are you dress the way you are you hang out the way you are it's actually very open and accepted at the same time of course you respect the place for its culture that's coming from but it's actually an amazing place thank you so much for that positive input and since you have women who are powerful in your network and women who are doing things whether it's hypnotherapy or business and all that and they're coming from all over the world what's your advice maybe to some teenage girls who don't feel confident they feel too shy or they have some anxiety but they want to pursue their dreams in life yet they let things stop them like their own anxiety or the fear of judgment of others etc do you have any advice or did you struggle with this and if so how did you overcome it yeah uh, i would love to uh, speak on this sen- a little sensitive topic of how these a uh, lot of younger girls and women have there's the two things that you highlighted uh, one is fear of judgment and second is anxiety uh let's speak about the fear of judgment before so we've all been there fear of judgment can happen to irrespective of your age whether you're young or uh, or whatever age you are fear of judgment 
actually that's uh it's a very comparative thing i could be hanging on with women who 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 i would think they're doing much better than me and i may not and if i feel that i am not doing really as well as they are i may not want to disclose to them anything about my professional avenue i may shut down i may stop hanging out with them that's how you slowly withdraw because it's your confidence because you thinking that you're not doing good enough as the people around you or the people you're hanging out with uh i i would advise uh, uh not just younger women any women who are dealing with that is that confident you know let's not get mixed up with um make, let's not mix up confidence with accomplishment i have now that i realize i and after i moved to dubai i meet women who are, who are homemakers or who are doing who just started working on the career and yet they are so much confident and they're full of zeal they have they 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 uh, they 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 may be they may be starting from ground zero because in dubai most of the people who are living here have moved countries right so when you move a country it's a radical shift for anyone you you're in on ground zero you're starting again and but it's a very personal thing whether you let that affect your confidence and you know um, confidence or not so so you first all focus on your self confidence and which is nowhere related if you're in school it's not related to uh, your grades right when you're college it's nowhere related to the course you're doing because there's a very compared comparative narrative in when you're in university of which uh, how big or how fancy your university you're going in same goes for job so uh, it's a very um, snowball effect i think it starts very early if you're a person who compares and and brings your her self confidence down then then it if you are a person who's always comparative of uh, her accomplishments or her ambitions then then you first put an end to do it because that's a snowball effect okay there are a lot of women who are doing much lesser than you could be are doing but they are very confident so it's it's not directly correlated so it that's an internal conflict if you think of it that it's people women you're meeting are still happier and much more confident with doing very less so it it just uh, defies the whole a bubble that has been created inside a lot of heads that it's directly correlated to how big a paycheck you're getting home right uh, so yeah that's about that's my take on uh, self judgment and second about i think we were speaking about anxiety uh, i think again it's correlated anxiety is a very big term it gets it's triggered professionally it's triggered mentally it can be triggered personally it's not only related to uh, all the women who were trying to work or not work uh, for anxiety like i uh, i have mentioned i am a person who pra- who is very spiritually inclined uh, not everyone is which is okay and this is not the only way to work on your on your uh, self uh, healing but but uh, i strongly suggest all the women to have a lot of internal work to spend time alone i think at the end of the day if you're only if you're mostly surrounded by people having conversations and you do very self very little self reflection you don't sit alone and reflect on the thoughts you have conversations you have if you don't spare that bare minimum time for yourself it will take it takes a toll on you i have tried done that personally as is just spending a little amount of me time where you talk to yourself 
and I don't mean like literally you don't have to speak, but where you internally reflect and, you know, reflect on the things and people and women that you've been surrounded with. And if you just reflect, if I have come down, come back home from a, a group of a gathering of women, of 20 women, and I've met 20 women, they were all doing very well and all. If I just go home and sit and calm myself down on the people that I just met and the things they were doing, it, it gives you a perspective that, some you know it gives you perspective of all the conversations you had in a day and not all of them were about work you take home much more than uh who accomplished what okay there were people there were women who talk about their personal struggles there were women who talk about their physical appearances a lot of the, we all have a we all have little barriers and traumas and uh you know that we that we speak about so and at the end of the day everyone's human so if you just as a, on a human factor if you just notice that there's one very common streak in all the women that they're all constantly you know trying to better themselves and all they're at the same time constantly you know there is something and they will pull themselves down with so you'll realize that everyone's in a battle with themselves and that will humble you down that it's not just you who's in a battle with herself it's everyone and if it's everyone then where's the race right someone's trying to better themselves for something it's your something may differ from each other but yeah at the end of the day if everyone's if it's a continuous self-healing process for everyone it it makes a difference it calms you down then okay it's a collective it's a collective fight okay yeah we can help each other in this collective fight so that helps a lot with the anxiety because if you make everything about yourself that this is something i don't know this is something that i am lacking it keeps adding on whereas if you tackle it like something oh this is something you know it's it's a common thing the other person is also dealing with something similar i mean maybe it's something that's affecting a lot of a lot of other women let me talk to her maybe i can take take home some better advice from her it 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 cuts it down like half and how easily so that's something i would really encourage women to do to you know talk to each other and take take the best tips and best practice from each other than than just you know con- being conflicted inside alone thank you that's really inspirational i love all the wisdom you have accumulated i see the effect of your spiritual practices and shefali really this was my privilege to have you here to hear your perspective to share your voice thank you for participating and i wish you more success more ability to connect with yourself and thank you again for participating thanks a lot aziz uh it's a wonderful initiative that you're doing i mean all these conversations with so many women and so many stories that you brought together it's phenomenal you know like i spoke i heard a lot of episodes uh of your podcast it's it's uh it's actually like a little personal notebook of uh, inspiration and you know how you read motivational quotes on social media every day it's it's something much bigger bucketed than that and it's it's a really beautiful uh, job that you're doing aziz really really proud uh, proud of it and very thankful that you happened to choose me for this discussion uh, yeah and that's all thank you so much mm-hmm.